you give me someone who's had a million and one victories, they will, like, more times than not, they haven't learned anything at all. You, like, if you give them one loss out of that million and one, oh, they'll learn so much more from it. Yeah, you know, it's your boy. Listen, I started out on the pavement Bet you thought I wouldn't make it Wondering why you ain't did it Cause you only work in that day shift Yeah, success is contagious We winners on regular basis A lot of y'all getting mad, huh? Like how we do it from the basement I ain't been getting no sleep uh. Lately I'm playing for keeps uh. Lately I'm out on these streets Been talking to God And welcome back to another episode of the Potent Podcast, a podcast dedicated towards people, motivating all of you listeners to go that one step further in your lives. Today, I am joined by a fantastic guest. He's a bit of a superstar. He's the founder of the Day In and Day Out podcast. He described himself as a critical thinker. He's a fitness enthusiast who is showing us the fundamental benefits of exercising for overall health on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. I'd also like to add that he complete, he competed in the London Marathon and, and smashed that to bits as well. I'm very excited. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please help me in welcoming my guest, Mr. Muiwa, to the show. Welcome to the show, Muiwa. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for for your lovely introduction. Uh, yes, I will pay you money at some point in the future, but not right now. Uh, yes, like as I say, um, yeah, it is good to be here. It's good to have, well, good to be on your podcast for a change because mm, about a year ago, just over a year ago, yeah, we talked, yeah, you had epic plans afoot uh, involving uh, Europe. Uh, there I say, mm. <laughs> but how are you today, sir? I'm doing well, thanks. So yeah, now thank you for joining me today. And yeah, it's going to be a, a journey we're going to take us uh, both through today. And yeah, it's been well over a year since the last time I ever did anything related to podcasting, but I'm glad to be back in the saddle and, you know, glad to have you as, as a guest who can, you know, really, um, get get to the listeners and really inspire them so you know we'll, we'll, we'll get straight into it so you know obviously the first question i want to ask you is obviously an introductory question you know please feel free to tell the guests you know a little bit about yourself where you're from what you're currently doing and what you get up to in your free time yeah my name's me ready b i am the host of the day in day out podcast uh it is a, a two episode a week podcast Eh, one at this present time because yes, yeah, circumstances in my life has changed. Uh, when you have like little ones come into your life, time has become I cannot how can I put it not my own. Let's so yes, so once a week I get together the great and the good uh, throughout the world uh, to speak about their lives, their journeys, uh, and basically uh, on different subject matters. Uh, that's me on the podcasting side. I do occasionally like to do a little bit of exercise here and there. Uh, yes, I have run the London Marathon uh, for my sins. <laughs> oh, so many sins. And But yeah, 
but you find me here today trying to, how can I put it, motivate, inspire people, and yeah, get to know a learned man, as they say, a learned man. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And thank you for that introduction. Eh? That's a really, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a lot to, to, to take in. But obviously, I'm, I'm very glad, obviously, first of all, congratulations on, 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 on the newborn. I know, well, I don't know. I can't speak from, I can't speak from, because I, I, I'm not even there yet. I'm not even that in that kind of realm yet. But I'm pretty sure it's it's got its own um, responsibilities and also commitments as well. But you, you're doing a great job, I think. And, you know, you're, you're adapting to the new situation, which is the most important thing. And like you said, you, I, li- I like the humble approach. You know, you, you said you dab a little into a little bit of fitness here and there. And obviously you try your best to, to, to do the podcasting on your on your podcast as well. Um, try to do it twice a week. But, you know, that's that's a very good start to the show. And, you know, for, for those who are wondering, the Day In, Day Out podcast, the links will also be in the show notes as well. Uh, for those who are interested in checking out Mayu's podcast as well. So, I, I, and I encourage everyone to check it out. It, it's quite a good listening. And I, I also got on there and was grilled. And it was a, it was a very good experience. <laughs> out, out grilled. I, I think that's a little bit unfair. We had a conversation. Like, what made you say grilled of all things? Well, the questions were really, really good. The questions were really, really good, straight to the point. Uh, for some, some of them, I was, I had to think for a second because of like, wow, this is an absolutely great question. Now, how do I, you know, meet you at the same level? How do I give a great answer to a great question? I need to give, I need to ha- take a second to think about it. So, <laughs> it it really, it really uh, pushed uh, pushed me to obviously. Uh, come up with the my my best answers and also think about it as well, which is really really good. So I I want to thank you for that because I think coming out of that podcast, it was my first ever podcast as a guest, so mm-hmm. you know it was an eye opener for me as well because you know we're learning, we always learn something new about ourselves. So in that space, I also learned a lot about myself as well, and uh, yeah. I think obviously we'll talk more about it offline about my 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 mission to obviously to come back to to Europe and all that. But I can tell you it's it's a it's a work in progress and it's progressing well. So that's all I can say to that. Mm, mm. Yeah, I am curious. What was one of the things you learned from like yeah, like for the sort of change around you know you not being the host, you being the guest. Just curious. Oh, well, for in, in my in my um from my perspective, it was like the 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 ball of control had 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 shifted. So I was now the one that had to make sure that the our episode had to be a great one, not the other way around. Normally, it's the guests who has to, you know, come up with a lot of the 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 the, the how can I say it the 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 critical, I would say the, the, the best answers, right, to make the podcast or make the listeners think, take a second and say, wow, that's a really great answer. And he, like me, he was a really, really good guest. And um, so for me, like I was always the one that was like the hype man. So like in this episode, I'll be your hype man. Whereas in uh, our episode where you were the host, you were like my hype man and it was my job to live up to that hype. 
Hmm. Well, you know what? Let's see what happens today. Look, <laughs> I'm here for a good old conversation, uh, as are you. And let's see if we can, yeah, enlighten or educate along the way for both of ourselves. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the the next question we'll get into, and, and this one I think I'm, I'm also curious to hear the answers to, but can you tell us about your passions, right, and what you love most about those passions? Now, about, about my passions, it's one of those things where you can't really, like, I can't really sort of narrow it down to one thing. If I went, oh, yes, I'm passionate about, yes, uh, doing podcasting, I'm passionate about learning, I'm passionate about education it's all i ultimately say is it would be a case of even when putting fitness into it for myself it's about growth and i can't really say that is narrowed down to sort of one sort of basic passion like one of the things which has been going through my mind over the last sort of year or so and i've refined it it was like yeah um like like health education and skill set basically all of these things combine like combining to make you a better person if you don't have your health you can't do it if like physically mentally and if you're not ed- like if you're not concentrating on your education you can't really sort of go further and if you're not working on your skill set you kind of fall behind but all of these things like trying to put that into like breaking it down to one thing, I think it all comes down to growth for me. I want to grow as a human being. I want to grow as a person. Like, and it's like where it was more of a individual, like growing process for myself. Now it's taken sort of a new urgency uh, with regards to my little one now. It, because look, where we are today and compared to where like in, 15 years, t- like 15 years time, or like frick, maybe even earlier than that when she's got some real heavy questions and stuff like this, I'm going to have to have some form of answer and I'm not going to be able to just like go, it's like this, come out with some cookie cutter answer. I've got to like still, like I've got to still be open to learn, grow, develop, so I can help her learn, grow and develop because ultimately... I can only take her so far, then I've got to let go of the will. And and like, yeah, whatever craziness or like joy, pleasure or adventures come her way, it's up to her. But I can help guide with that. And if I can help guide with her, I can help guide maybe a couple of other people and help guide myself. Uh, believe you me, I'm, I, I am most already going to make more mistakes than I can actually like uh can actually sort of fathom right now but you know what with learning growing developing like yes health all of this um yeah i hope to become a better person as a whole you know yeah yeah i I agree and i like that answer as well because when you focus on growth it's not only restricted to one thing or concentrating on one thing you're focusing on on a number of aspects as well and obviously, like you said, when you mentioned health, uh, funny enough, like this morning on LinkedIn, I came across a uh, one of those short form videos by Stephen Bartlett. So oh, yeah. he was talking about um, health being an important thing about his for him to be there for his businesses, his 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 parents, his 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 girlfriend, 
and all these other things he needs to have his health in 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 check and he needs to you know maintain that health so you know that really like hit me like on on the head because like I, like you said like health is important and um and i think last year i i've improved obviously quite a lot since then but like towards the end of last year i was having some issues with the um, blood pressure so okay. that i i started obviously you know identifying things in my diet that i needed to take out i was starting to do like runs in the morning uh, before mm-hmm. i go to my my german classes and also like you know try my best to 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 sleep more so yeah from that point like i can tell you that obviously blood pressure would came down um i also sh- dropped off some some weight as well i'm almost near my goal weight um but like that's that's that's, that's obviously c- continued work in progress altogether but like yeah i mean in my area i'd love to go out and run more like you know go out on morning or evening runs but mm. like there are a lot of stray dogs in my area there's a lot of stray dogs like i know it, it's quite surprising for you to hear but like it's crazy i think i remember one morning i was just minding my own business you know running the route i normally run and mm-hmm. then this other dog just comes out of nowhere and tries to to bite me i think around the ankle but luckily i, I saw it i saw it from a mile away and i saw it just following me because whenever i run um i always peek over my shoulder to see if there's anything behind me so i saw it and then obviously i immediately stopped and i faced it so when it tried to approach me i approached it so like i don't know like in 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 the slang world like we say for those who want the smoke like i wanted all the smoke <laughs> oh, oh, this is the thing like you wanted the smoke and you faced it down ah oh, yeah like so yeah, yeah it, it was quite interesting i think it was trying to 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 see if it was scared of it but like i wasn't i wasn't willing to get bullied by by an animal especially a stray one i think it it's 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 another issue altogether that needs discussion um in my country but like it, it is a risk for a lot of people um uh, that i that that thing that you know you've just like even if you go out on a drive you could literally drive past at least 10 that are just either sitting outside or wandering around or so on and so forth so it's it's not the ideal situation to be in but we know we have to work with what we got but yeah i think from your answer i kind of i kind of gone on off on a tangent but like <laughs> <laughs> but on 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 the aspect of growth development and i'm pretty sure it will help you as well with parenting because you're already somebody who's open to taking on challenges so this is going to be a new challenge that you're going to embrace wholeheartedly and obviously go you know take it in your stride especially when because i know children at that when they when they're at a young age they like they ask either the 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 hard hitting questions like they don't uh beat around the bush they just ask it like very very genuine question hoping for a genuine answer and even when i've had like nieces and cousins uh when i was in the uk ask me questions i'll be like wow you are straight to the point i <laughs> Yes. Uh if you want to meet someone what doesn't give any Fs whatsoever, <laughs> you speak to a child and they will basically be yeah, uh quite frank and totally honest with you. So yeah. 
Exactly right. Exactly. So you know, we'll move on to the next question, and uh, I, I want this is obviously to get a better understanding of you as an individual. But who would you say are your inspirations um, that have made a positive impact on yourself? Hmm. Who are inspirations what made a positive impact on myself? It comes down to different, like different people for different reasons. Because like this is the thing: if it's a case of okay. Um, sort of uh, fitness going out there, go, getting after it. I would say, yeah, one David Goggins. I don't know if you know him. He's a former Navy SEAL. Uh, basically, he did, oh, good God. He did, what is it called? Like, he, oh, I can't remember what it's called right now. He basically went through, like, the sort of process of elimination at Hell Week, uh, like, twice in a row. Uh I think he's done it three times. Only person that, to his knowledge, he says that he's done it. Uh, but it's the whole sort of, yes, get down, get after it. And like, yeah, um, like put your excuses to the side and like get it done mentality, which I find rather refreshing in a world in this day and age where, okay, being like being great or excellent in this day and age, depending where you are in this world, especially if you're talking about the developed world, it doesn't take as much work as people think it takes. It just like take all it just is a bit of consistency, bit of effort, and you stand head and shoulders above everyone else in comparison to what it might have been years ago and years before that, like, and this is not me looking at it through rose-tinted glasses. It's just the sort of baseline of sort of excellence and effort has been lowered through sort of society as a whole. But when you're talking about sports and stuff like this, it's a different, like, there are people which are far beyond that. But generally, for everyday people, it has been lowered. So to be like, to like go, okay, yeah, I want to be exceptional. Yes, I want to like show up. I'm going to like, yeah, go like put myself through hardship because when life does come with, it's harsh times because look, we like, doesn't matter who you are, be pauper, rich, or like, yeah, the most powerful person, the weakest person in this world. Like, yeah, life, like justice will like it. It's like the rain. It will come down upon us all and it doesn't care. So there'll be times where everything will be fine. And then there'll be times where ooh, life will put you through the ringer. Not, like, not once, twice, three times, put you on your knees. And as you know, personally, yourself, it, it isn't easy. And we can make the excuses because everyone, like, every excuse is an easy thing to like fall to. But, or it, we can decide to like, okay, yeah, this has happened. I can use that as an excuse. Let me stand. And from what I've seen, uh, David Goggins is one of those people uh, to say, yeah, let me stand, you know? Uh, so that's that on the sort of fitness side of things. If I look at the sort of realm of sort of like, yeah, um, podcasting or anything like this, like basically... I can't really just put it down to one sort of podcaster, but yeah, podcasters who are actually sitting down, having these conversations, 
uh, in this day and age where it's so like so easy uh, in this world right now to just like fall into one camp or the other. This is my line. I don't need to listen to you because blah, because you are left or you are right or anything like this and not I, don't, I can live in this happy bubble. But podcasts which break through that and like, oh, yeah, you know what? I don't care if you're left. I don't care if you're right. You've got stuff. You've got knowledge, information I can learn from, I can grow from. By all means, let's sit down. Let's have these conversations and like, yeah, figure out what is the best things and what are the bad things. And like, yeah, hopefully the, the best things will rise to the top and the bad things will like go away quietly and yeah, die. But without conversations, especially in this day and age. Woo. Um, all I would simply say is, uh, yeah, it can. we can be heading to some brutal, brutal times uh, if you don't see it. And I think uh, many of us are kind of so far removed from what true brutality is uh, that we don't kind of understand it anymore or not really know the sort of price or the consequences of it because we are quite sheltered. Yeah, yeah, no, no, and I agree. I think first, first off, I want to give a shout out to David Goggins. I think you know he's got an absolute um, lion of a mentality. Like I, I have this other clip I have on on my phone that I always watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you might, you might know it. It's like um, it's music that's been played from the Rocky movies that's playing in the background, and he's in, he's in the car, like, and it's and and they're driving and outside the car there's there's snow and stuff but he is dropping a lot of like f-bombs and he's talking about like when when things um when things don't go to plan what are you going to do you know when when things fall apart what are you going to do and he said there's only one thing you can do and that's keep going and then yeah but also he didn't he didn't phrase it the way i'm phrasing it i'm I'm keeping it like like uh, pg like <laughs> profanity free, I'd say. So, but like for him, I, I've had, I've read his his book or about the first two chapters of his book. I need to finish his book. I need to be a better reader. But to to see what he's overcome and like the person he is now is quite astonishing, and it's it's, it's quite inspiring as well. So, and it's it's happened to him in a in a developed country, you say. So. That is in itself, like, for me, it gives me the, the, the message that wherever you are, whatever your background is, you are capable of overcoming your challenges. You you need to obviously build up a work ethic, have a plan, uh, obviously, and obviously that plan will deviate in different directions. But if you stick to that one goal, you should be fine and you should reach your target. And on the second point, when you mentioned uh, podcasters who... Are, who are willing to talk about obviously the 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 bigger issues, the issues that need to be talked about. Not like if somebody's wh- whatever side people want to sit on or stand on, whatever it is. I think it is important to have those conversations. Difficult conversations need to be had because people need to understand uh, where each other are coming from and not assume. Because I think uh, there's a there's a there's a quote I came I saw. I think it was on Instagram, it's on LinkedIn, the word assume. So the person said, when we assume, we make an ass of you and me. So instead of 
having all the information or understanding where that person's coming from or their motivations, we assume that, oh, just because they believe in this or they follow this affiliation that they already think um, in a certain way, right? But, you know, they could have different reasonings for following what they follow. So, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. And I think the we learn more from having these conversations. And at the end of the day, for those who are, I think, over the age of, well, I would say 18, you know, who are capable of having grown-up conversations, you know, they should be, they should have them and, you know, be be willing to listen to the other side. Uh, or I think that's where it starts. People need to be willing to listen to each other, right? People need to be willing to listen to each other and then obviously go from there. Because uh, if, we, if we peel off all these layers and all these supposed boxes that we put ourselves in, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We all have hearts that beat, um, you know, blood that's red, you know, we all breathe in air, we all see with, with eyes and all that. So, you know, it's 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 important we, we, we come to a, a, a middle ground where everyone understands each other's motivations and really find a balance for respecting each other's beliefs, but also making sure that like society and everything else remains stable, productive and like working as well. No, but that's I, a, yeah, <laughs> that's a, no, that's, 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 no, so I, say, hey, I understand that. Yeah. Uh, by all means. And like, yeah, I think with regards to like, with regards to people like yourself, I think, yes, that middle ground will be found more, uh, just given the opportunities to speak to different people, uh, down the way. Uh, yeah, I'm sure with regards to you and your podcast, which is like come off hiatus and like, you know what I mean? You're back in the mix, which welcome back. Uh, I'm sure, yeah, like you'll be bringing out a number of episodes. Yeah, I have to ask, like with regards to your current podcast and everything like this, mm-hmm. like how many episodes are you looking to bring out this year? This year, I'm hoping well, we're in March now, so I'm hoping at least every month. I'll. I know you try and do two every week, but I'll try and do two every month, uh, purely on the basis that I'm still enrolled in uh, language courses, and I'm still obviously I'm I'm working on um, my 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 like my engineering skills, like the softwares I was using at, at university and stuff. Uh, so to, to, to get myself, obviously, re- refine my, my, my skills and really get sharp in terms of using softwares, understanding the ins and outs and all that stuff. So my time is probably spread quite thin. So I'm hoping to do t- at least two a month, and obviously bare minimum one a month. And then by the end of the year, hopefully we'll have the podcast at, if it's two a month and then we've got how many months left we've got nine so that's 18 so hopefully we'll try and get the, the podcast to at least 50 episodes at least so I'm, I'm hoping obviously in future when i'm now in a better space and i'm able to do a lot more things i'm hoping to do like you one episode a week and then obviously that that will up the numbers and um yeah that's that's my goal for the podcast, you know, to really just get back, uh, release at least minimum two episodes a month. I'm hoping to do that with yours, and 
another guest episode which I recorded fairly recently. And then also, you know, find, um, what can I say? Find find the best time and place for it so that I could dedicate like a, a slot for the podcast. So I can record on this day, then I can edit and then I can upload and then I can promote it all in kind of like in the space of, you know, roughly a day or so, because it doesn't really take me that long to to edit and uh, to to the tra- to transcribing does take a bit though, <laughs> not like annotating every word we say, but like producing your episode summary, for instance, right? Producing an episode summary of what we talked about, what you what you touched on, and you know all the other important stuff like where they can find your podcast if they want to get in touch with you, uh, where can where they can do that, etc., etc., etc. So yes. yeah, that is the goal for my podcast. And, you know, it it branches into the next question, which I which I'd like to uh, find out more about you, obviously, to to find out from your perspective uh, what has happened. But what would you say uh, is an experience you've gone through that has shown you that uh, positivity still exists in the world and in people? Well, basically, you could like say, for one, like we all went through it. 2020 look the whole thing is like okay yeah people like if you just took a general snapshot of the news and everything like this you everyone will go people like the human race are a selfish bunch of individuals who only share like only focus on their own interests and they have no time for each other or care about their fellow man, woman, child, whatnot. Like, yeah, to hell with them. But here's the thing. If that was the truth of the matter, like you would, like basically, why is the world not burning right now? If that was the simple truth of the matter, how comes like, yeah, people are like flying out flying out to other countries where like there have been earthquakes, natural disasters, helping each other out. If that was the case, there would be a case of no one would want to do anything to basically keep their society together. We'll be roaming around in sort of huge packs of bandits and stuff like this. Like, yeah, killing, murdering, like raping, pillaging, uh, like our fellow human beings on a regular basis. It, doesn't work like that. And look, you might like people might turn and go, yeah, but what about yeah, Russia and Ukraine? Yeah, people like countries will have spats. It's human history. Uh, but as a whole, human beings are like for the most part are good. Like human beings are like f- extraordinary in their realm of kindness. And if you don't believe that and you go right oh that's not true yeah there are examples of where human beings have done cruel and horrific things throughout history but for the most part overwhelmingly they have acted in the realm of good they have acted in the realm of bringing up their fellow human beings on a regular basis that's the way i see it I could be wrong. Some like I'm no doubt people would disagree with me, but you know what? That's how I see it. And uh, 
would love to have a conversation with those people who see it the other way. Yes, yes, indeed. You have the conversation with those people. And like to to add to what you said, like, um, obviously, they, they, they have been, you know, it's not like we're putting ourselves in, in a bowl and saying only good things are happening in the world and stuff. We understand that there are other things that are happening. And, you know, those things that are happening are not uh, what people would class as, um, you know, uh, family friendly or anything of the, of, of the sort. So, you know, but like you said, um, well, for every bad thing that's been done, there have been two or three great things, good things that have been done by people to help others. Uh, like obviously fairly recently with what, what happened in, in Turkey and obviously the, our, our prayers go out to all our, our friends and family and everyone affected by what happened there. But like the global response has been phenomenal. People flying out from all over the world to go and help in Turkey, people across the world donating and, you know, trying to put in what they can to, 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 to help those people. And, you know, for me, I think that's, that's a moment where I think it, it, ha- it actually happened in, mentioned it in the previous episode I've done with a, with another guest. I can't recall it off the top of my head now, see, but like in, in when, when, when humans are faced with like the, the, the pandemic and also other events as well, you're, you're bound to get, obviously, two responses. The one being, obviously, selfish, people acting all crazy, doing all sorts. But then there's also the the positive response. People who are like, okay, what can we do to help people? Can we facilitate a uh, uh, an organization or something we can do to get, you know, to help those who are not in a position to help themselves and, and all those things? And, you know, we saw it obviously during the, 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 the pandemic and also post-pandemic. And even now with what's happening, you know, people are still helping those who are like, whether they are uh, fleeing from wars or anything of the sort that, you know, people are being welcomed into into different countries, uh, different cultures, and people have different perspectives of how they can perceive those people, but they're willing to take them in and look after them and help them uh, get back on their feet. So in that sense, I'd say um, there is, for, for all the bad that's happening, there's also good that's happening in the world as well. So I think that's what I'll add on to what you said as well. But, you know, moving on to the next question, which is going to be a, a tasteful question, I believe. But like for you, Muyiwa, right, for all the times you face challenges, can you tell myself and the listeners how you've overcome those challenges and moments of uh, stress that you faced? Well, it's quite simple. Basically, every time go for a run, every time put yourself through, like put, I put myself through stress with regards to exercise or some doing something hard. It's a case of there is a constant reminder that, yeah, I have faced controlled adversity and I managed to stick with it and I managed to navigate those waters with that controlled adversity. When adversity, which comes out through life, which I'm not, I don't have total control over it. I have the tools and I have the memory of what I did to get me through those things in the past. It might get me part of, it might get me say, 70% of the way, like quite easily, 
but then the other, say, 30%, which is new or like which is totally on, out of my control, I can then turn to that, look and go, right, okay, these are the lessons I've learned and this is what I did before. I might be able to take what I took from the control and put that into place. But if I can't, at least I know that, yes, I've got the mental fortitude to actually take on like hardship. I've got the mental, I have had the physical toughness to face that hardship. And like, this is the thing. Um, I am so much more than the sum of my parts where it might be. Because like, this is the thing, when you are truly in the thick of it, you're in the thick of it. You don't actually, like you, you can't like, well, trying to think rationally often shuts down. And if you haven't gone through these hard times, if you haven't sort of like had these sort of controlling measures, you kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, because you drop into autopilot and if you haven't navigated those waters, like flown, flown that airspace, you can easily get lost or you're trying to like get out of the thick of it when honestly, you don't sometimes, when you get into it, you don't know how long it's going to last and you have no idea which direction is going to be up, down, or what will lead you to the light. It's, I think it's one of those things where people just don't do it enough. And I think it's a number of times where people, like, I am not, I'm not gonna say I'm the most resilient person there is because there, are, look, there is stuff out there no doubt, which will bring me to my knees and break me. But you know what I mean? Piecing myself back together again. I, like, you know what I mean? Through my own strength and the threat, like strength of friends, family, and like people around me, I should hopefully be able to piece myself together and yeah, look to the next day. But I think there's a number of people out there which don't have that resilience. They don't have that sort of like, oh, I've got like, I've tested myself on, on X, Y, and Z. It could be a physical test. It could be a mental test, but they haven't done it. So when, and I would say like something comes along in life, which might not be the most heavy thing, they find themselves in pieces from it. So yeah, going into it, like, testing myself on a, like, testing myself on a daily basis, testing myself on a weekly basis, again and again and again. And yeah, by all means, if you not don't return to that test to keep your mind refreshed about it, yeah, it's like when you don't do exercise for a long time, you get soft uh, after a while. But that, but that's how I, like, that's how I tend to deal with it. Yeah, I yeah, think. and that I agree. I agree on the on the on the point as as well with exercise being the first thing. I think going out for a walk and going out for a run can do wonders for for people who are well, I'll say, have a lot of things going through or flowing through their heads. You know, walk or a, or a quick run can, or even if they have a stationary bike or an actual bike. You know, going out for a ride on the on the bike can help as well because you're in nature. It's a change of scenery. Um, and in a way, you, you're giving yourself a chance to 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 re re-energize, re-energize and refocus. And I think when you mentioned about 
going through um, controlled adversity, that being through controlled adversity helps build up your mental fortitude. And the more you practice it, the stronger your mental fortitude gets. And, you know, in many ways, like you said, there's things will, that will bring us all to our knees. And this is where, you know, in, in most cases, we hope that we've got a good or solid uh, support network around us who can help us uh, find the strength to obviously overcome it or even provide us with an idea, ideas or solutions to how to overcome that specific challenge that we are facing. But like I think on, on top of that, having a network it helps a lot like if you know that oh i can always like for me i can always uh reach out to you and also speak to you in relation to uh podcasting and also now i can also ask you about fitness as well so i can reach out to you and ask you about that and um you know it, it helps you know how having good relationships and sometimes like you somebody could say oh I, I don't know how to have good relationships with people i think it it's it's a matter of I'd say obviously like do do some research in how to do it. There are books that can help you um, learn how to build relationships. But I think the, the the best way is obviously if you find somebody who is got similar interests to you, you know, discuss those interests, be respectful, um, listen to that person, and hopefully they also listen to you. And the more you learn it about each other and what you have in common, you're more likely to create a connection with that person. And then obviously things go from there. So, and also maintaining those relationships after, because I think we haven't spoken in how, in over a year, in mm. over a year. And, you know, that it's, it's like, it's like, if, for me, first, it feels like we only just spoke like uh, two days ago. So, <laughs> but in that two days, a lot has happened. <laughs> oh, indeed, indeed. But like, this is the thing. One, like people forget life is a contact sport. And um, with regards to making those contacts, building those contacts, maintaining those contacts. Like, don't get me wrong, Jesus. Like, if you kind of, like, if you look and go, yeah, like, life can get in the way. Look, like, I've often said it before, and I'll say it again right now. When, like, when you're in your teenage years, late teens, early 20s, and you go, yes, we are going to go out tonight. Who's with me? And like you said, you turn to your crowd of friends and you're like, Ooh, and away you go. And you're like, all right. And it's like, yeah, you're in your twenty, like you're in your mid twenties, and you go, yeah, we are gonna go out tonight. Who's with me? And you'll okay, turn to the crowd and you go, ooh, it's not as loud as it was in your late teens and your early twenties because people have dropped off. Like, yeah, getting married, dust traveled, everything like this, and you like, go, okay. You do it again in your early 30s. You're like, yes, we're going to go out. <sighs> Who's with me? And it's like, that's like, yeah, no. It's like, okay, right. Whereas, like, over half of those people have disappeared, vanished. Like, and you know what I mean? They could be, as I said, traveling, moving. Like, yeah, some people have, like, sadly put, like, moved away from the table and, like, you'll meet them again sometime in the future. But, like, way off in the distant future, I hope. But yeah, but you know what I mean? But when you get into your 40s, 50s, 60s, it's like, yeah, we're going to go out tonight. Who's with me? And like, And this is the scary thing, and this is where I'll make a slight an amendment. If you're in your 40s, and like, okay, depending what your sort of like circumstance in life, 
you might get like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? You will get your ride and die people. Or here's the, here's the scarier thing. You might not have any people at all because like, hey, people having kids, people like working, people like, you know what I mean? Shuffled off this mortal coil. And that sort of loneliness, that sort of like, that realm of not being able to talk, communicate, it is a hard and heavy weighted burden, which lingers with some people. And getting out there and meeting new people, easier said than done in some cases. And if you can build those contacts, if you can build those connections, yeah, remember, life is a contact sport. And the more contact you can have, the more enriched one's life can be. Uh, like yeah being like being rich in friends it sometimes can be painful it can sometimes be a pain but it can add to your life with regards to realms of experience and opportunities which live out there you know absolutely thank you for for sharing that and it's, it's quite enlightening and eye-opening for obviously you're sharing your generational wisdom with with myself and also the listeners hey, as well. Hey, 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 generational wisdom, hey, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's true; it, it it is helpful information. I have I have a thing. I'll, I'll add on to your point. I have a thing of watching uh, videos on YouTube, or or if I get a chance to find them on LinkedIn, I do. I watch them as well. But like people who are like in the later stages of their lives and they talk about their life experiences and there was actually this other video or videos that i watched uh by a man um it, uh, he called, he titled the videos old man's wisdom or old man's advice if i don't obviously misquoted but like i'd go in there i'd watch the videos and i'm like oh wow like these are things that I, as, as a person in his 20s, have not obviously thought of. And I will, I think about them now because obviously I've watched his content and it, 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 it helps, you know, kind of give insight to, you know, what's going to happen into the future because you don't want to go like you're on autopilot and then you get to that point and you're wondering and you look around and like, oh gosh, is it just me now or is it just me and my partner? Is it just, or they have the kids moved out and they moved on? Now I have to find something to do, that kind of a thing. So, you know, it kind of gives people uh, a preparedness for that because it will happen to all of us. Um, and, you know, I think the, the more knowledgeable we are about it, when it does come, it's not going to hit us like any surprise anyways. But like on top of that, uh, checking in on people, I recently spoke to a friend of mine who I hadn't spoken to in about four or five, actually a year, like my closest friend uh, from oh, the, the the school system in Zimbabwe. It was grade one, grade two, grade three. But like in the UK, you'd say uh, my friend from year two, my friend from year two, I'm still in touch with him. And we, 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 we talk and like sometimes we could talk for hours upon end on the phone. And this could happen like once a year or once every two years or something like that. But being able to catch up with that person and know that obviously the relationship is still good and obviously catching up and finding out what's happening in each other's lives and discussing and all that, it's quite beneficial. Question, so, what do you talk to them about? 
the the friends yes from like year two okay What's so my my friend from year two his name is tabo uh yeah. he also he's also been on the podcast uh his episode is called tenacious tabo for those who were wondering what it's called uh so me and him talk about pretty much uh he has had businesses before so he's run businesses he we still we've talked about businesses we've talked about uh life experiences uh so his university experience and my university experience were different he was at uh, manchester metropolitan i went to hertfordshire and teesside so obviously two different he was in manchester the whole of his studies i was in hatfield which is close to london and you know it, it it's close to watford and then i was in middlesbrough for the last two years of my academic study so being able to share like stories that happened there uh, i spoke to him about like the we the extracurricular uh, clubs we were involved in at university uh, as well as catching up and finding out like how's everyone in the family doing uh you know since we knew each other from gosh we would so it, it, I, i sometimes i flashbacks about it like <laughs> you know all those years ago you know we used to play in 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 our country we'd play football uh during break time so like from 10 until 10:30 i think in the morning so we'd play football at break time and then we'd eat our food and then off see from 11 it's back in class up until our our, class, our school finished at 1 o'clock so If for me it was it was just quite interesting because there was a period that we we went without talking i think it was high school between uh i don't know i forgot the the years exactly but i think it was about 3 4 years we hadn't yeah. spoken to each other and then we obviously we reconnected after that and you know it, it was great to to hear that obviously he's still the, the the same old guy i mean he's made a lot of improvements he's had life experience now and you know i was excited i was i was just excited obviously to to, to reconnect with him and, and talk to him and you know talk about a lot of things sport his arsenal are leading the the premier league table at the moment so <laughs> we'll see what that happens, where that ends up um how do you feel about that how, huh? do, you feel, how do you feel about that Well, to be honest, I think as as a City fan, we've won pretty much domestically. We've dominated in in England for a long time. Well, not a lot, a long time, but like in the last since Pep joined, so that's what six, seven years ago. And the 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 one piece of the puzzle that's missing is uh, Champions League. So you know, we don't know where that will ever where that will go. But I'm hopeful. that obviously the team can do well uh the team can deliver obviously on on a lot of things you know the team this the team that that's there right now is very capable of winning for years upon end um and the structure that city have set up as a club is is phenomenal and i think it's it's one of the most sustainable in the league although obviously there's other stuff that's happening which is you know investigations and oh, what this be uh, that, that that's that kind of beside the point but my, my, <laughs> the whole the whole essence of what i'm trying to say is um I, i'm really i'm really i'm really happy that my teams obviously i think i discussed this on your podcast as well that my team's gone through ups and downs and the next season you know that if they if they if they suffer a a, a, a like a failure the, the season before they can bounce back from that in the following season. I'm pretty sure we're going to see 
uh, a massive response from Liverpool next year uh, when, or, like, after Klopp and, and, and the club have a chance to reflect on what happened this season, where, where where they fell short, where they can improve with what they did well and all that. But, yeah, that's, that's for another time. But it branches into the next question, actually. And, uh, you know, I want to find out from you what you feel are the most uh, valuable uh, thing or things about failure or going through a failure? Like basically, with regards to failure, it's, it's the best learning opportunity you can ever have. Look, you give me someone who's had a million and one victories. They will, like more times than not, they haven't learned anything at all. You, like, if you give them one loss out of that million and one, oh, they'll learn so much more from it. The, the learning and growth comes from failure. It doesn't come from our successes, strangely enough. Uh, if you look at anyone, anyone you hold highly or to note in, like, the world of celebrity, fame, fortune, or anything like this, they have failed more times than the average human being on a regular basis. Uh, the only difference is the people who've truly become successful have learned from their failures uh, or the failures of others. But I would simply say this, uh, there is no failure learned, like lessons learned from when you experience that failure yourself personally. And when you try to go around that failure or like learn from someone else's failure. Yeah, you can avoid it, but you don't actually have uh, the sort of emotional feelings behind it. You don't actually have that vibe behind it. Like it's one of those things when you're, when you're younger, you, you know everything, but you've experienced nothing. And from that experience of failure, that's where the lessons are learned. Absolutely. I agree there. Like you said, Somebody can have a what a hundred a million you said a million and one victories, and mm-hmm. they learn nothing, and then that one loss would teach them a lot more about themselves than that all of those victories put together. So yeah, I agree, and mm-hmm. it's it's feedback as well because you're learning what you didn't do right and what you can do better the, the next time. But this time around, uh, you mentioned like the whole life experience thing. Once you have have go go through more experiences, the better you get. The better you get at understanding um, how how failure is and what you can do to respond from that failure. I mean, me and you both have gone through a number of failures, and you know we've learned from those failures, taken lessons from those, and obviously put that into how we go about uh, doing our you know, day-to-day activities or the projects we work on going forward, knowing that, you know, if I have to make sure that, like, I'm prepared for this or if this thing, if this uh, event occurs, then I know how to respond. And if it's if it's something new that occurs, you're like, okay, so this is a completely new experience. I'm going to take it into my stride, learn about where I went wrong and then what I can do to be better for the next time. Mm. Yeah, and like this is the thing. Uh, I would also like put on that if you fail, make sure you get back up. 
mm-hmm. before I can. As I said, absolutely, absolutely. Pull down seven, get up eight. So yeah. Exactly, exactly. I about that. Yeah. So you know, we'll move on to the next question. And you know, I, I'm pretty sure I want to find out from you, like, what excites you uh, about the future going forward uh, from your perspective. The future. Like this is the thing. Like right now, with regards to the future, um, like how, how can I put it? Um, I'm kind of like well, uh, I am kind of more absorbed with regards to what is going to happen with my like baby girl at this present time. So like with regards to that sort of aspect of the future, like and basically how I have to play things to basically help support and help her grow as the best individual as possible um so it's like one of those things where yeah i'm kind of tightly focused on that right now mm-hmm. uh like yes and i think it's well i think it's gonna be like that sort of uh for the most part right now and i don't know I think I might be able to get a little bit more see, of equilibrium uh, with all of that, maybe in a few months' time. But right now, it's kind of like, yes, it's all kind of very fresh to me. So, yeah, uh, I've got the blinkers on and a little bit of tunnel focus, uh, to say the least, you know? Yes, yes. No, I understand that you've got... You've got one, 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 one project on your, on your, on your, on your plate right now, and that is, I, I, also I can't like. I know that obviously raising a child is not an easy thing to do, and it's gonna be, it's gonna have its ups and its downs. But like the fact that you are focused on that and you're prepared and ready to go into it and you know do the best you can, obviously to guide uh, your your little one through through life the best way you can is, you know, I think for me. That one of the things, like from from the outside looking in, what I'm looking forward to for you, like how you grow as a person, how you uh, view things as a parent, how you approach things as well. I think that's also, and you're going to learn things. I think we're always learning about ourselves every single day, something new. So you're going to learn a lot of things about yourself uh, going forward uh, with this. One of the things when you go, yeah, being a parent's not easy. No, yeah. no, it can be very easy being a parent. It just means you're a very crappy parent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like this, like if you want to be a crappy parent, yeah, you don't really sort of think about the sort of nuances which go along with it all. And yes, <laughs> the different scenarios what can play out. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Now, we'll, we'll see how things go, but like, we'll, we'll, I want to move on to the, the next question. And this is mainly a question focused on like how you do things work ethic wise. But can you tell myself and the listeners what you do to help yourself uh, stay focused and productive when you're completing uh, activities? Uh, uh, with regard to staying focused, it's a case of uh, how can I put it? Uh, for example, with the podcast. Like mm-hmm. getting my podcast started. Yes, I was like, okay, 
back in oh, 2019 before we ever heard of a thing called COVID. Uh, yes, it was like, okay, yeah. Uh, I was like, gosh, oh, I should start a podcast. No, even earlier than that, I was like, yeah. I was in Cambridge. I was like talking to like this guy, like one of the guys in the gym was like, yeah, I'm going to start a podcast. He's like, oh, yeah. He worked in a music shop and I was like, oh, yeah. Said it. Time ticked along, time ticked along, time ticked along, time ticked along. I was like, oh, it's 2019. <sighs> Should start a podcast. A year and a bit went by before I actually recorded my first episode of the podcast. It was like, okay, yeah. Stop started, stop started. And then it was like, yeah. Sod it. We're doing this. And I went into it just recording myself, first of all, like making sure I could get an episode out a week. Bam, bam, bam. And then it was like, right, uh, I can only talk uh, like to the mic by myself for so long. Then I was like, okay, let's get people on here. Before I knew what Zoom was, using Skype uh, through OBS, uh like then basically talking to people how to get that on. Oh, it was a mess. Uh, let's just say my first like ever like podcast over the telephone, ooh, over the internet was not the smoothest, but it was showing up, making sure I show up each and every week once I got started and keeping that momentum going. And like, this is the thing. And like, yeah, keeping that going, keeping pushing forward and like, kind of like not sort of absorbed with it but like yes making sure it's in like my sort of top five priorities to get an episode done a week and like I would always recommend people doing it once a week rather than say like as you said you want like it's fine your strategy like I mean I want to do one every two weeks it's a case of like here's the thing with podcasting it's a craft it's a skill you've got to hone. You've got to get the reps in on a regular basis. If you, like, it's a case of if you're not doing it, like, the more reps you can do, like, yeah, the more, like, the more you improve. Like, I would say this to anyone. Like, yeah, oh, it sounds like I'm recording, like, an episode a week. Great. Fantastic. Record two episodes. Like, I'm recording two. Record three. Like, ah, oh, record as many episodes as you can to, like, yeah, get yourself competent, especially if you're just starting out. If you've been, like, if you're like, I've been in the podcast game for ages. Podcasting is like, yeah, doing exercise. If you haven't done it or you do it sporadically, you will lose part of your edge with it all. So, yeah, coming up, showing up as much, like, showing up each and every day. Like each and well, I would say each and every week to make sure you are honing your craft because there's too many, like so many people. And this is the thing with podcasts or like a lot of things in life, they will do it five times. And like, because it doesn't work out perfectly, immediately, that instant sense of gratification, then they will quit. Like they go, there's 4 million podcasts out there which are like, you go, oh, 4 million podcasts. That's a huge number. But is it 4 million podcasts? 
I don't think so. There might be 4 million registered podcasts, but I would say, yeah, active people doing it. Yeah, maybe half a million. That's a, that's a hell of a lot smaller than 4 million. And if you look at like a space like, say, YouTube, same thing. They were like, oh, there's 100 million people on here. You go, right. But actively doing it on a regular basis, showing up, working on their craft, maybe 20 million. Who knows? It's not as big and people do not stick to it as much as they can. And for myself, I go, yeah, showing up consistently, doing the work uh, at least once a week. Yeah, that's like the bare minimum. That should be the bare minimum. But like, yeah, showing up each and every day if you can. And look, don't get me wrong. <laughs> time commitments are time commitments and it's never easy. Look, <laughs> like, I'm keep, like keeping my lady happy, my baby happy, working uh, like nine to five as well as doing a podcast and getting fitness into that on a regular basis. They go, yeah, where's the time? And like, yeah got to make the time got to make it happen and yeah if people go i don't have the time uh, you've got you've got yourself an excuse find something better because like yeah there are other things where you can put your time and effort and energy and if you want to like grow if you want to be successful at whatever that thing might be show up minimum once a week for that but you need to do more, I would say. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. And I, I like the example you use because obviously me and you both can relate to it. And yeah, when you start out in the beginning, you know, in the first in the first instance, you say, okay, I want to do it. I want to do it. And then obviously time can go by. I think once you actually do the first one, then you're like, okay, now the ball is rolling. So obviously it's never perfect in the beginning. But like you said, constant practice and continuously putting effort towards it help and you see improvements as you do it a lot more and you know i yeah i agree with that and it's the same for any other craft like you can't you know want to be the best let's say you know tennis player and you're not even going to the tennis courts and and practicing and you know you know learning how to serve learning how to you know, to, you know, to play all those shots because in tennis, obviously, it's, it's a very, very big sport with the, all yeah. these different intricacies about how you can play, how you can beat your opponent, all that stuff. But, like, I use that example because, obviously, it's, it's an intense one-on-one -on -one sport where, you know, people do, you know, have to be extremely skillful to beat their opponent almost every single time. But, like, to get to that level, you need to put in a lot of effort. You need to put in a lot of time. And I, I like... The, the point that you mentioned about uh, if you don't have time, you you can make, you have to make the time to do it because, you know, you know your schedule better than anyone else. You know that there'll be a window of, of free time somewhere that you can do this, where you can where you can fit in something that you've always wanted to do that will help improve your livelihood. And I think it's worthwhile doing it or dedicating time to doing it because the more you do it, the better you get. And more likely you're going to, you know, reach out. If it's in the case of podcasting, you're going to reach out to more people and, you know, inspire or touch a lot of people who may also want to improve life for themselves as well. So I think it's important, like you said, to, you know, 
once you dream of doing something or think about doing something, don't wait. Uh, do it to be, to start with. It won't be perfect in the beginning, but you get better with time. And uh, like like you said, you started recording yourself and then you moved on to guests. And obviously the first experience with that wasn't perfect, but you know that didn't get you down. And you decided, obviously, you're going to keep going. You're going to keep going. You're going to keep pushing. All of those things. So I think for from that, they, they, the listeners can really take that, you know, once you, if you want to do something, get committed. It's When you start, it's not going to be perfect, but you improve with time. Uh, be patient. Uh, there's no instant gratification. You have to grind out to get that gratification and, you know, enjoy the process, I'd say. Enjoy the process of becoming a better person, growing a, a, an essential life skill as well, whatever it is. So that's how, that's what I would say to uh, to add on to what you said. I hear you. I hear you. And, like, this is the thing. Uh, no, 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 very valid point. Uh, but with regards to yourself, like, mm-hmm. yes, like, you've, like, okay, you're a man uh, who's like learned a number of languages and like, yeah, when we last spoke, you were like uh, working on your German. Uh, mm-hmm. How is that going? I've got to ask. I have to know. Yes, yes, yes. So the German has progressed quite well. And um, so I've completed the first course and uh, recently sat the exam, which I passed uh, very well. So I'm, thank you. Yeah, so I'm now at the next level of the language, which is obviously more work. Uh, but I've kind of uh, gone out ahead of myself to 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 know what's coming in in the next level of the language, and I've uh, subsequently practiced all of the things that 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 are mentioned in it beforehand, before the the class started, uh, so that at least you know if I if I come across any questions before, I can always ask the teacher. Uh, during the class or after class saying, oh, I, I tried attempting to do this topic. Can you uh, explain to me uh, on on this? Why is um, the, let's say, sentence structure, why is it structured like this and not like that and, and so on and so forth? Because German itself, it's, it's I'd say, because there are a lot of uh, languages that people classify as hard. German is a difficult language to learn. And I think people listening in can agree or watching the, the video, our interview on on YouTube can can also vouch to that, but at the same at the same time as well, the other languages that are that trump German in terms of difficulty. So it it is it is very very interesting. Um, I also I think during that time last year I I did a short course on Korean and managed to learn how to introduce myself in Korean, and and uh, it was quite interesting and. I think the only thing I needed to really do with Korean is learn um, their. Um, I'm not sure what it's called, but like the 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 written uh, glyphics of their language. In I know in in Chinese it's called Hanja and in Japanese it's called Kanji, but like learning that and knowing how to take different pieces of that to combine and create new words, I think that was something that I hadn't got to because obviously the course that's where it kind of finished so um, I'm hoping obviously to go back and do it 
but I'd like to do it obviously in, in a place where I know that, okay, I've got a routine, uh, you know, I, I go, 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 go to the, the, the gym and do all of these other things. And I'm still learning the German language. And, you know, in my free time, I've got a dedicated slot to, you know, picking up uh, more basics of the Korean language. I've obviously reached out to uh, language partners on, on Tandem, but obviously I have my reservations about that. I, I prefer obviously to work with an actual uh, teacher. I think working with an actual teacher that you are, you know, paying for their time is, is, is a lot more beneficial because they, once you commit, they, once they commit to you and you commit to them, you know, there's a relationship there, there's an accountability partner. And, you know, it's not like with Tandem, I'll tell you one experience, like, you know, you could meet somebody who is like, uh, who speaks, let's say, Portuguese. And, you know, they, they're really uh, excited about learning English, improving their English. And then subsequently, I'm also interested about improving and actually learning how to speak uh, Portuguese as well. And, you know, the first two days, you know, there's energy, there's enthusiasm. And then on the third day, the person disappears. Like you could send them a message and say, okay, uh, how's it going? I haven't heard from you in the last two, three days. What's going on? And you never, you don't hear back from them. And, you know, that's, that's a tendency that happens on Tandem quite a lot because, you know, you, 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 you connect with different people. There's all sorts of people on there, you know, who are looking to learn different languages and who are excited. And, you know, there's that aspect of, okay, people have different things. Obviously life, Life, obviously, life comes at you fast. Life comes at us fast. You know, things happen and all that. People have their commitments. And, you know, you know, I, I think, like, it, 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 it touches back into your, in what you said about, like, how, how it helps you, how um, committing to your podcast has helped you become a better podcaster subsequent um, and, 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 and how that's helped you improve in other areas of your life. I think people uh, have... You know, want to be better, want to improve, want to learn different languages, for instance. But, uh, you know, sometimes forgetting and, you know, or, you know, losing interest can happen, which is not what, if you want to learn a new language, you shouldn't lose interest. That's language learning 101. If you want to learn a language, yeah, never lose interest. Do you, yes. like, on tandem, do you have to pay for tandem? Or is it free? Right. So for on tandem, it's there's two options. So there's a paid option. Uh, I, I'm not really sure what you get from the premium if you pay for their membership. I think you're able to reach out to more people. Whereas okay. with the free version, you're kind of limited. Wait. Uh, with on the paid version, does the person you're like trying to learn from mm. do they get some of that money or not? No, on Tandem, that doesn't work. So I use italki to speak with, uh, with, 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 obviously with teachers who are certified in uh, teaching the language. Yeah. So, you know, you, they, they've got, obviously people charge different prices for, for, for different services, but I, I feel like once you've got a teacher and you find a, a, an appropriate time slot, that teacher's committed to teaching you because they're on there to teach you their language, right? Mm -hmm. And you're there to learn their language. So I think it's a fair exchange. And 
yes, you they, they, that's their livelihood. You know, they're teaching, let's say, German or Spanish or whatever, and I'm paying for a lesson to learn more about Spanish, the grammar, sentence construction, all those things. So I think it's a beneficial exchange. And it's it's more consistent than, you know, you find a language partner. This is my take. This is my opinion, that it's it's, it's far easier to work with the, with the teacher than finding a, a tandem partner because, you know, with tandem partners, you know, one week somebody's there, the other week they're extremely busy. Um, I think I've got one example, and obviously we, we strayed off course a bit, but, like, I'll just say the story before we get back on track. But, like, um, I was talking to a, a, a very a very humble and a very respectful gentleman from Brazil, and he was telling me all about Brazilian uh, culture, obviously the different states of Brazil, and if I was to visit Brazil, where obviously where I could visit, if I visit, what to look out for, uh, things of that nature. So you know, it's like if I if you were to ask me about visiting Zimbabwe, for instance, I'd be able to, like, tell you about like, okay, if you want to visit Zimbabwe, sure do. There's certain places in the capital city that you can visit. There's the Victoria Falls, there's Great Zimbabwe, there's uh, there's Bulawayo, the second biggest city, and so on and so forth. So I could talk you through that. So that's what he was doing for me. And um, I think there was a time where he said to me that, okay, for a week or so, you won't hear from me because I'm going on a uh, business trip or, or, or something of, of that nature. And we hadn't spoke for a week or so. Then I reached out to him and he was able to communicate for a bit and all that. But then you know, the conversation kind of ended there. Um, I'm still connected with him. I think, you know, he hasn't, we haven't spoken in a while, but, you know, he's somebody who, in the short time we spoke, uh, we managed to learn a lot about each other's countries, cultures. He also encouraged me to visit uh, Angola and Mozambique, where Portuguese is also spoken in Africa. So that could be on my radar in terms of traveling uh, for the Portuguese language and how it's spoken in different countries, learning about that as well. Because, yeah, so that, I, I won't get, go into that depth about that, but, you know, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to the next question. And, you know, we're, we're almost reaching the end now. But, you know, for, for you, Muyiwa, what would you say are, like, your strongest qualities? And from those qualities... Which one would you like to teach somebody or pass on to the, the, the next generation? What is my strongest qualities? Ugh, like that. Like I would say that is one of those things which always is, I would say, a little bit fluid because mm-hmm. depending on the circumstance, that's when uh, like a quality will come into play because, like, yes, I. There'll be times where I'll be like circumstances would mean I would have to lead. There'll be mm-hmm. circumstances where I'd have to follow. There'll be circumstances where like, yeah, I have to be like more of a diplomat, sometimes be a little bit more aggressive, say. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things where I would say most probably my strength might come from my fluidity in being able to adapt into those potential moments. Um, But like, yeah, but to just say nail down one key specific thing, I think that 
think it's rather difficult for me to just say one thing. Uh, yeah, I've been able to be like, as Bruce Lee says, be like water. So yes, take the shape of the circumstance or the situation at that present time. Absolutely. Yes, I, I love that answer. <laughs> I love that answer. And like, like you said, adapting to different circumstances is important. And I think it in, in many ways it helps with, you know, overcoming what you're facing. And, you know, I, I think I've heard the saying, you might, you might have to confirm this, but like in, in life you have to put on different hats. So, you know, today you put on the... The, the 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 hat where you're you know a lot more open to what people are, are telling you and then on another day you say okay you put on a hat where you're focused on one thing that you want to get done and then on another day you know it, it, it's always changing but being able to adapt to the situation like what bruce lee said uh, i actually like when i saw that video for the first time i was like wow you know bruce lee was really ahead of his time and, uh, you know, he left a lot of wisdom with us that circulates the internet a lot. And, you know, if you're lucky to come across it or if you look for it, you'll find it 100% of the time. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, from that, actually, would you say there's anything you're looking to learn or pick up uh, going forward? Uh, this is the thing, learn or pick up along the way, like, if it was just purely on, like, yes, just things for the podcast, it'll be a case of, yes, know how, like, become a better marketer, pick up those type of skills along the way. Uh, if it comes down to sort of personal fitness and development, yeah, I'd like to, like, wow, I'd like to run an ultra marathon at some point in the next couple of years, uh, do a second marathon, and yeah see uh what like where i can take my sort of strength and sort of core fitness to next so yeah and yeah and going forward like seeing how much of like the big one seeing how much of uh like a good father potentially i can be uh what type of father will i like turn out to be because i have ideas where i would like to be but ultimately i don't know if that will be the place I will end up or there'll be a sort of new, like I might have some type of new perspective because, hey, I'm talking, I get to talk to lovely people like yourself mm -hmm. uh, from all around the world, like frig, from basically, yeah, cancer survivors to like, yeah, frigging Navy SEALs and like, you know, me. Um, I'm getting like this sort of richness of knowledge and information and how they've dealt with things and that. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I can't use all of it, but there's going to be certain aspects, which I like, which I already have in my mind, which I say that is where I know as true. And I will either reinforce, like there'll be things what will reinforce that truth or maybe things will pull that truth down or build a new truth. I'm not too sure what's going to come up next. But yes, who knows? Uh, with the countless people I have conversations with in the near future, uh, how they might help or help me, guide me to grow. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I agree with you there. And, you know, we look. I look forward to, obviously, um, hearing more 
and seeing more of your episodes and who you interview for that and obviously looking forward to you obviously maybe to potentially sometime down the line telling me uh what your experiences of, of fatherhood have been like and what your uh approaches to different uh situations are because like taking in all that uh different information helps uh something like helps everyone including ourselves come to a better uh decision like in terms of how we want to approach things or do things um you know from a wealth of knowledge and um you know comes great understanding and you know you're able to respond uh, appropriately to each situation because not only are you knowledgeable but you now have somebody who's shared their experience with you so you've got more information on that so i'm i'm actually excited to hear how much more you grow uh over the the the, the this year and the, over the next coming years and you know what knowledge you can share with me you know potentially 6 months 9 months or even 12 months down the line uh you know who knows but like in in closing uh the last question is what inspiring words would you like to leave with the listeners who've listened to your episode today who are doing their best to improve themselves well like i'll simply put it like this do more be more be more do more just that simple keeping it simple love it <laughs> so with that we've now reached the end of the podcast episode here on the Poet Prince of the North Poet and Podcast. I'm your host Akura and I'd like to thank my guest, the superstar, the rockstar of podcasting, Mr. Muyiwa for joining me. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Ah, uh, the pleasure is all mine. Happy to be here. Smiles all round. Yes, yes it is smiles all around absolutely. Uh thank you all for listening in. Uh be sure to check out the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and all the other platforms where the podcast is readily available. Be sure to check out Muyiwa's podcast as well, Day In and Day Out podcast. I'll include that in the show notes. Thank you all for listening and till next time, be well and take care. Hey, what's happening people? It's your boy Takura here, host of the Prince of the North Poetry podcast. Thank you for reaching the end of the episode. Uh be sure to check out the podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and so many other platforms including YouTube as well if you're watching this. Uh the music presented to you at the end of the podcast is by Justin Vinyls featuring The Afrolution and the song is entitled Whatever the Cost. Thank you all for listening and watching the podcast episode today and till next time be well and take care. No receipt, cause you tax cheap. Nike Airs on my feet. Yeah, I'm fly, but I'm hurting me. Just in balance, coming with the heat. No receipt, cause you tax cheap. Yeah, I tell my paper, I'm on a search for the dollar signs. Rent is 1500, ain't that by my side. I sympathize, yet I hope to see a better time. I couldn't press rewind when the grind is still hot design. Yeah, I'm crossing all the roads trying to get to Zion. I guess all I ever need is my Caroline. Conversations with myself about getting hired cuz I'll ever so a success people advertising. 
I say the shit I illustrate is mental aid But maybe more some shit that just comes with the age If you're thinking you're the best when all you ever do is gauge At the competition bro, that target's further ahead uh, look, 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 Looking back to when I was in the lion's den Now I'm that African nigga with the tightest grin Chilling with the ceiling straight wondering I shit could be easier like a first grade I call it rent, I promise I'm cold cause it's August I'm smoking on the chronic My brain is so neurotic I'm vomit, I'm vomit This car fits with beast I've been starving for weeks But I'm in love with the beast I can reach in a blink of an eye My new regime is to find more positive vibes I multiply Can't describe the saga that I hold deep within I'm a 95 nigga I draw my swords in the gym Make my cipher so complete Plus the way they feed my soul Compliment my physique Plus the way I walk in them Got me feeling like a maybe I don't own a lie yet Music by Justin Vinyls Featuring the Afrolution